Hello, and welcome to the Foothills Deeper Pod, a podcast all about living lives that unleash courage and love in small and big ways. I'm Reverend Elaine, one of your hosts, and today we're bringing back a conversation with Foothills member Steve Saddam, a visual artist, musician, and overall creative. This is a conversation from December 2021, and yes, you will hear references to short days and to darkness, which is the exact opposite of what we're experiencing right now in June 2023. But this conversation was so on point for our current series, Time Well Wasted, that I had to bring it back because it's all about lifting up joy and the necessity of play and creative expression and the way that rest and maybe feeling a little bit irresponsible even is part of the mix. And these are parts of life that so often get shoved to the side because they get judged as unproductive, as indulgent, and yet creativity, play, leisure, rest, they give us so much life. I also wanted to highlight Steve because this coming Sunday, we will be seeing a beautiful animation that he created for our annual flower ceremony. And if you'll be with us this Sunday, June 4th, in person or online, you will see the lovely animation that Steve made about this historic Unitarian tradition that celebrates the unique gifts that each one of us brings into community. He made it for Foothills, but then we put it out on YouTube to share, and it's clearly been helpful to other congregations because it has over a thousand views now. So we'll link to that video in the show notes in case you'd like to watch it for yourself. So let's just dive right in to this short but sweet conversation about embracing play and creativity, overcoming barriers to getting started, how inspiration finds us, and how it may not be a bad thing to notice you're feeling a bit irresponsible. We'll start off with Steve talking about the terms that best describe how he thinks of himself. So um, I typically don't refer to myself as an artist. I refer to myself as a creative. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just, you know, that's kind of my work life coming through. That's what the, the current term is for somebody like myself who works in the design field and who is um, doing the creative end of that. So whether it's writing or web design or trade shows or whatever else, the sort of the professional thing is, you know, you're a creative. So um, I think that's nice to have that term. Like it's not a label, it's kind of an action you're creating. And I relate to that too when I'm doing my personal work because I actually did go through art school and, and you know, came away with, um, you know, Bachelor of Fine Arts and experience um, in studio, uh, painting and drawing. And, you know, that's, that's not how I'm earning my living, but that's how I'm actually, you know, living. So I continue every day. I'm either, um, you know, finding time to write music, finding time to sit down and I'm working out a lot of ceramics lately since the pandemic started. Um, I could be drawing, um, I could be painting, I could be doing other creative things. And I don't draw a bright line between sort of the, the high arts or craft work, you know. Um, when I was laying my floor and the, the baseboards, I, I carried with that process the same kind of attention that I would carry to crafting a piece of ceramics, right? So there's, there's an intention, there's a focus, there's an eye-hand coordination. So as an artist or as a creative, I find that I like to straddle that line between <clears throat> craft 
and being an artisan and sort of being a creative artist. Um, although I don't, use, I don't use that term, artist, right. too much for myself. You know, I'm curious, just hearing you describe all these different modes of being creative, how do you I come up against my own mental block around, well, am I being productive with my time? Is this a good use of my time? How do I justify this fun and pleasure? Or what if it ends up going badly and then I wasted my time? How do you say yes to your non-paid creative endeavors? Right, right, right. Um, here's what I feel like. Um, when the kids were little and we were much busier just individually with, with that whole creative act you know, of raising young people, I did not have the surplus time and the surplus energy that I have now. You know, my kids are in their early 20s and largely taking care of their own lives. They live here at home, but they get their food, they do their laundry, you know. Mm -hmm. So I find myself, you know, in my mid to late 50s, I have some surplus time now, again, that I had, the last I had that was really in my 20s. So what do you do with that surplus time? And, and that's kind of the question. I, I go ahead and I use it to, to create things. I just, I love um, the things that I do that are, you know, I'm not watching the ball game. I'm, I'm throwing a pot or I'm writing a song or whatever. So I don't really worry. I sort of, I feel like I've earned it, you know, um, not only because I, I worked, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I work professionally at my job and then I have, you know, I have time now and it's surplus time and surplus energy. And so what do you do with that? Well, you go play, you know, cause it's not work. And I don't worry about being productive with my creative endeavors. I feel like they are their own work. It's not about um, achieving some, somebody else's goal, if that makes sense. It does make sense. Could you share a little more about how do you know it's play? Well, it just, um, it's the way I approach it. <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, you could make it into work. In fact, you've got to guard against that. Mm -hmm. um, this just comes to mind. So with my music, I got into it by just sort of attending a Saturday morning, once a month ukulele circle, right? And I got to know one of the other guys in there and he had a very strong voice and I'd like to sing harmonies with him. So we would often sit next to each other and we started saying, let's go to open mic nights. Okay, so we'll go to open mic nights, which meant now we're rehearsing, <laughs> we have an intention. So we go to open mic nights and you know that was okay. Um, it was interesting. Um, and then it was like, well, you know what? Maybe we could work up a whole set. And by that time I transitioned to the upright bass and, and that was a really good combo with my, my upright bass and his ukulele and then our two voices. And so we started going out and having gigs and then we started getting paid gigs. And then we started thinking, you know, our sound would be much bigger if we brought in some percussion and we know another guy and he can play guitar and sing harmonies and that was another level. And by that time we started running um, open mic nights at a local bar and having paid gigs. And I got to the point where it wasn't fun, uh, right? Because it was about booking a gig and getting the, getting the organization together. And do we have the right equipment and getting out and doing it? So that's an example of turning play into work. Mm -hmm. It wasn't supposed to be that. It wasn't where it started from. And in fact, thank you, pandemic, right? <laughs> All that stuff shut down in a hurry, right? 
And so I have a different viewpoint of it now. I don't want to go back to trying to book a gig somewhere and hauling gear and setting up and, and, and having a paid gig. So um, I keep it in context. This is for me. This isn't for um, getting famous or getting rich. Um, it's just for me. So that's how I justify. Um, it's not time wasted. It's time I'm giving myself. So Steve, something that happens to me sometimes is I start off my day. There's lots of things I need to get done. I get all the things done. I'm really looking forward to when the kids are in bed and I have time that is finally all to myself. And I end up like on my phone and then, and then the evening's over. And I wonder, sometimes I find it really hard to switch through enough gears to get into a place where I feel that kind of like I could get into that creative zone, like I could sink into it. What suggestions, like what comes to mind when I describe that to you? And how do you not just end up on Instagram a thousand hours a week? Sometimes it's a low energy night and you know, you've got to just veg. Right. It never feels great to me. And I've been noticing lately, like it's dark out, it's dark real early. It's a little too much time, maybe, right? And not enough to do. It's too cold to go for a walk, plus it's dark. So yeah, um, it's a conscious choice for me. On the weekends, I don't turn on my computer. I'm on the computer during my work life. I turn that thing off. I don't turn it back on again. And I try to preserve higher energy time frames for myself mm-hmm. to, to do my creative work. So I know that often at the end of the day, I'm a little tapped and maybe I'm going to watch a Netflix show or I'm going to scroll around on social media. But, but yeah, you have to reserve some time for yourself that is that surplus time, but the, the, the energy is good, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and if you can do it, um, you know, don't, don't wait for the last thing. Don't make it be the last thing. You, you know, use some of the good time for it. And you have to feel a little bit irresponsible. Like that's interesting. I could mow the lawn or I could sit down because I'm feeling kind of energetic right now and I could get the paints out and slap some stuff around. So, I mean, part of it has for me thinking, I'm just going to be a little bit irresponsible here and use this time and energy for me doing something creative. It's fun. So, um, yeah, but, you know, I mean, like everybody, I get stuck in low energy activities and, and kind of the stuff that we have around us. So many temptations to turn on a show or to just kind of veg. Um, I, I don't feel great when I do that. I feel much better um, if I've actually saved some energy and I can put it in something that's more, more like play for me. That's really interesting to think about saving those high energy times or being aware of your energy level and also just deciding to be a little bit irresponsible in the yeah. name of like um being able to enter into time and play in a richer and different way and i wonder how is that connected to your spiritual life whatever that means to you steve but is there a relationship between those times of choosing to be a little irresponsible and delve into 
your creative world and like feeling alive or feeling connected? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, I wouldn't necessarily track it to a, a religious experience, although maybe it's just one step to the left or right of that, but you do feel like you're connecting with something both core and mm -hmm. interior, as well as expansive and outside of you mm. when you get into a flow state, when you get into a state where you're creating. And you say, where did this come from? I have no idea where that lyric came from. How did I write that? It's so good, right? Or yeah. wow, I, I walk into the pottery studio, I look at the shelves, I think, where did these come from? Where did these things come from? Because they're all over the place. And so you get the sense that you're not the only one here. You know, there's something else moving through you. You're participating in a shared experience where um, ideas and shapes and colors and whatever that's moving through you. Mm -hmm. You didn't make them up. You just move them into reality, right? So I, I sort of feel like there's this, there's this sense when it's really working well, you're just amazed. You just, you just don't know if you had, if, if authorship really resides in you or not. And, and that's an amazing experience. And it happens when you wake up. I often wake up and you can read about this. Other people have done this too. And it's quite common, but you wake up from a dream and you've just gotten a whole poem <laughs> or a song. I, I heard an interview with Paul McCartney and he said, you know, he dreamt the melody to yesterday. And he woke up and he said, this is so good. I must have heard this somewhere. So he went to John Lennon and said, John, do you know this? Da -da -dum, da -da 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 -da. Right, and John says, no, that's, that's yours. He's like, where did that come from? So I think that's the wonderful thing about involving yourself in, in a creative act, that you will contact something that maybe didn't come from you. And that's the fun. That's the part where you just go, wow, I wanna do this again. It's so cool to hear you as somebody who's gotten really into ceramics talking about being a vessel in a way. Mm, you know? That's true. That's true. If you were to offer one nugget of advice to somebody who was feeling really drawn towards play and creative expression, but also just was feeling very hung up on the fact that it might not end up being a good use of their time or it might not be productive or there are so many other things they should be doing. What would, especially if that person doesn't think of themselves as creative. Right. What would you right. offer? This isn't an original statement. This, I read this recently. Uh, I thought mm -hmm. it was the greatest quote because it's a twist on something you already heard. And here's the quote. Anything worth doing is worth doing badly. <laughs> and, and here's why, because just do it. Don't, don't, don't worry if it's gonna be good or not, right? Your, your, your goal is not to be good, your goal is to be, right? Your goal is to experience something, try something, see how it feels, see if you can get lost in, in a process. Do something new, do something that you haven't done before, not because you're gonna get good at it, but because you just wanna try something. If you like what you're doing, you're gonna do more and more of it. And eventually you're gonna catch on to something. 
And people say, wow, you're good at that. Well, that's not why you did it, but that could happen. So don't, don't starve yourself from the opportunity to try something new or try many things. Go through six or eight different things. Maybe one of them will hit and you'll say, oh, you know, this, this kind of gives back. I feel better after I'm done with this. And um, so go out there and try. Anything worth doing is worth doing badly. I love that so much. And it's so easy to forget that in everything we do, we were once beginners. Every activity we enjoy, every pursuit we feel competent in, we started off not really knowing what we were doing. And so I wonder what is next for you? What is it that you want to try? What might you set aside some of that higher energy time to experiment with and see what happens? I wonder what would feel playful and adventurous, even if it's just in a small way. And I am wishing you joy, discovery, freedom, and a deep dive into flow. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you have a moment, please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Recommend this podcast to a friend. Spread the word. Thank you so much for tuning in. It was uh, wonderful that you joined us. Take care. Round below us, round below.